Thanks for joining us for part four, the fourth and final episode of the series. I've got the founder of the Idaho Gaming League, our sponsor, Idaho Gaming League, home of Idaho Esports. On this interview with me today, we're going to be talking about what the Idaho Gaming League is, as well as, you know, having him share some knowledge from his side in esports. And we're going to be talking about how the worlds of sports and esports collide. So I want to first welcome on Chad Mann, founder of the Idaho Gaming League. Chad, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be here. I appreciate you having me. And uh, we're excited to see what you're doing here and, and getting the word out with esports and we love it, so thanks for having us. I'm ecstatic to have you. Now, Chad, can you give us a little bit of a breakdown of where you're from and what your ties to Idaho are? Yeah, you know, I grew up in Utah down there in West Jordan, Utah. And, you know, loved it down there. Um, all my family grew up and lived down there. And I actually joined the Air Force right out of high school. So at the age of 18, I got stationed in Mountain Home, Idaho, which was just, I got to say, the funnest place I've ever been in my life. Not, I mean, not a bad place, but anyways... Uh, you know, I spent my next six years of active duty stationed at Mountain Home, and I just loved Idaho. So when when my time was up, I said, "Man, I gotta stay here. This is this is home." Yeah, well, I got stationed out here in like it was like 2009, right at the end of 2009. So I've been here, getting closer and closer to that 10 year mark, and you know, it's 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 great. I would never leave, man. This is the best state in the uh, in all 50 of them. I love that you're showing some love for our potato state here in Idaho. Good, man. And, Chad, I've known you, you know, through basketball, so I know you have ties to some traditional sports, but obviously we're talking about eSports today. We want to talk about the Idaho Gaming League, but I want to know, you know, what your background is in the eSports industry. Man, you know, as a, as a little kid, I remember, like, the first really exciting Christmas in my memory was unwrapping a Super Nintendo with my sister and brother. And, man, that, we went nuts for that thing, man. It was like Mario. And so it was like I was so young, and I may, maybe was six or seven years old at the time. I don't – maybe even younger. And that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. So I was, like, hooked right then and there. And I actually started gaming before I ever got involved in organized sports or anything like that. And, you know, as I got older, man, it was just – me and my buddies would hang out in the, the arcades, and we were just hooked from the moment – any new game came out. We all had our, like, we had our little group of friends, and we all had our gaming magazines, and at recess in school, we'd go look at the games, what's coming out next month, and, you know, we didn't have as much internet access back then either, so it was, the magazines were, like, the hottest thing, so I've been hooked to it since the earliest memories of my life, man. That's so awesome, man, and you've played quite a few games, it sounds like, but I want to know, do you have any favorites that you've played or still play to this day? Uh, without a doubt, man, the sports games have always been huge for me. So like Madden football in my family, we have a, we even have a trophy that we pass around. So when we do our family reunions, we have a, a big Madden tournament and it's a trophy that's gone back and forth between Idaho and Utah now for quite a few years. I mean, since I've lived up here, but you know, Madden was always a huge one. NBA live or NBA 2K, whichever one's good that year. And, you know, those games have always been great, but also, like, growing up, GoldenEye was one of my favorites back in the day, the old James Bond game, and, you know, any of those first-person shooters were always fun, and, but definitely those are the, the, the key ones throughout my life, but, man, right now, Fortnite's taking over everything. That thing is the most addicting, fun game I've ever played in my life. I hear you, man. I'm not a huge Fortnite guy. You heard me in the other interviews, but my friends are, so I'm around it quite a bit. And I, I'm a Madden guy. I'm a huge Madden guy. I've been playing Madden my entire life. Just got the new one. I get one every single year. 
get excited for it every single year. But funny thing about Madden is my buddy and I, my best friend, we would play, you know, against each other all the time. But when we started getting, you know, older, things started getting nasty. We'd say some mean things to each other and it was kind of ruining our friendship in a sense. So now we found a solution for that. You just play on the same team and it kind of ends that whole situation. But um, I do have a question for you though, Chad. Is that uh, GoldenEye the one that was on the N64? Yep, way back in the day, man. I remember we used to get our, again, our family would get together and we'd have the four players on a screen, man. But we always had the family rule and all my old school gamers will, will recognize this, but nobody could play an odd job because it was so small. Ah, I got you. So there was kind of a little a little cheat code there. I actually think I remember that. Now, Chad, I know you, and I mentioned this before, I know you through basketball. I know you have some ties to some traditional sports, but could you explain to the listeners what your ties to traditional sports are? I said basketball, but what about basketball, and, and what are you involved with? Yeah, man. Well, you know, in the water, in the military, one of our things in the military is you, you've got to be a member of the community and give back and do a certain level of community service. And for me, it was like, well, I would love to coach, and it meets both those criteria. So that's kind of where I started with coaching, and then I got a couple AAU and YMCA seventh and eighth grade teams, and and just kind of chugged away with it for years and years. And now, um, you know, I've I've had experience as a student assistant at the College of Idaho. Um, I spent time as a head coach out in Homedale. Um and, and just you know, I do so much in the high school basketball right now, and then also. One of my favorite things to do every summer is we have, I work with a, a club basketball team called Select Basketball, where we travel all across the Northwest to some of the bigger NCAA tournaments. And I mean, I just try and stay as active in the, the basketball world as possible. And it's it's kind of funny too how the worlds collide because gaming has been such a bridge for me to really, you know, uh, get to know these kids and break break barriers. That sometimes you know, because there's a lot of kids who had a lot of things going on in their life or maybe they're a little reserved. Um, but gaming just seems everybody plays games nowadays. So it's kind of actually pretty cool how the two worlds collide. And, you know, we've actually used like morale, like team building exercise where we do 2K tournaments or Madden tournaments. So it's really cool how those two worlds collide. For sure. I think that's awesome. It's awesome how they collide. And I think that's a unique perspective on it. And for you being in traditional sports and having both, you know, both sides of it, you have esports background from gaming and then the traditional sports. Is this kind of what motivated you to start the Idaho gaming league? Man. So, you know, I've always loved the competitive gaming side of things. You know, I'm a competitive person. I think most athletes try to be competitive, or at least we think we're the best at everything we do. Um, but there's really not a whole lot in Idaho. Kind of a few years back, I remember going to GameStop at midnight to pick up the newest Madden. And I was sitting there thinking, man, growing up in Salt Lake, we would have had a line out the door and people would be playing a Madden tournament inside. And that wasn't here. So um, I just kind of in the back of my mind started thinking, man, what? I miss those things. I wish we had that here. And it's always kind of been in the back of my mind. And then Oddly enough, again, the way the worlds collide, this last summer um, we were on the road with Select Basketball and one of the other coaches, Marcus Graham, who is a, a really competitive gamer, and he's my partner with ICL. Uh, but he was on the bus, and we had this 15-hour ride, you know, or, you know, I don't know if it's 15, but it was a long bus ride. And we just started talking about games, and it's kind of weird because it's almost been like a non thing in coaching because we're basketball coaches there to focus on basketball. And it always felt like we had to be low-key gamers. And then Marcus was just like me in the sense that we were both 
comic book nerds and we were both, you know, hardcore gamers and loved all these, uh, I guess, comic book world kind of things. And so we just started talking and I kind of threw him my idea, excuse me, my idea of how do we bring competitive gaming to Idaho. And then we just kind of inspired each other and we hit the ground running and it's been I mean, this thing's just snowballed since. We've been catching so much excitement. Everybody that I've talked to is just blown away, and it, it inspired me to, to work harder every day with it because it seems like there's definitely people who are like me and excited for a level of competitive gaming. Oh, for sure, for sure. And for me, I, I don't know too much about this, but is the Idaho Gaming League like the first of its kind here in the community? Because I don't see too many you know, businesses, or any for that matter, that are doing what you're doing. You know, I know there's been a couple, like, pop-up tournaments and different things, and, you know, there's some Facebook groups and different organizations that try to put things together, but, you know, our vision is to do this on, like, a a brand scheme versus, you know, it seems a lot more buddy-organized, for lack of better words, just a bunch of buddies getting together, and we wanted to make it, you know, very competitive with a state ranking system. Um, You know, we were building a high school league, and trying to just have these things that touch all the different age groups to make it a very competitive market. Uh, we don't see anything in Idaho like that right now. But, I mean, there's there's definitely some gaming communities. There's um, some small businesses, I think, around the community that try and do in-house small tournaments. But I have not found anything that's local to Idaho um, trying to do statewide ranking and statewide competitive level of gaming super dope man i think it's a it's an awesome opportunity for gamers all across the state good work getting that in there and being the first of its kind can you break down what the idaho gaming league is where do you guys play is it do you guys have somewhere that you play do you play online let's tell the listeners a little bit more about it so right now what we do is we kind of organize these events um, we're trying to our main focus is keeping the cost down for the community essentially building a great environment bringing in as many members of the gaming community as possible. And one way we've identified to kind of keep those entry costs down is by removing overhead. So we kind of event organize and more so work on a mobile platform, I guess, for lack of better words. We, like we just recently did a pop-up tournament at at, uh, the Bam Jam tournament in Idaho. and That's kind of how we feel we want to operate. Uh, We don't currently have, you know, a building that this is the IGL spot. but what we do is we organize events, and uh, we ran into an actually interesting problem because we don't currently have a venue because we've exceeded our expectations, and we need to find a bigger venue now because we've had so many people sign up. But, you know, that's we don't have a physical location, but we're just trying to continue to bring the community together. And I guess yeah, we kind of had a saying that we're trying to get people out of mom's basement and into, you know, whether it's a library or the Boys and Girls Club or like out in the park at Bam Jam this last couple weekends. Um, but we're trying to get you out of mom's basement and actually interacting with people or get off of the iPhone and the, the Facebook and actually come interact with people while gaming and having fun. I think it's awesome because it's giving them that opportunity. Like you said, that gets them out of their comfort zone because they're going to be having to socialize, but it puts them in their comfort zone in the sense of gaming. Good work there. I think it's it's a, it's a great point. It gets these kids to socialize and be able to, you know, still have fun by gaming. At Bam Jam, uh, the three-on-three basketball tournament that was here in the Valley when you guys had your pop-up, 
uh, tournament going on. From uh, from what I could see, every time I passed by the booth, it seemed like it was packed. So I just want your thoughts on the overall reception from the community in Boise. Oh, man. Well, first and foremost, I want to thank the Horderman Brothers for putting on a great band jam. And just they do the best job in Idaho when it comes to those kind of things, man. It was incredible. So, I, you know, a little shout out for them. But, uh, you know, the band jam thing was so exciting because in, in all reality, the IGL is a really young uh, organization. Uh, we're, I mean, about a month old at this point from a, uh, you know, the, the wheels have been spinning for years here, but the operational side, we're about a month in. And we kind of didn't know what to expect because we've had a pretty good social media following. But going out there and seeing how the community just was excited about it, I mean, we had a, I mean, we must have 30 or 40 kids at our booth every minute of every day. I mean, it was nuts. It never died. And it was real cool to see how fun and excited the kids got, uh, how much fun they had and how excited they got about being able to go play their game of basketball and then come over and get grab a Gatorade and play Fortnite with their friends and be competitive with each other. And we gave away some gift cards and T-shirts and all kinds of different uh, goodies. And it, But it was incredible. And then we saw a lot of uh, you know, not just the younger kids, there was a lot of the teenagers and a lot of the young adults coming over and saying, hey, what, when's your tournament? When are these things going on? Where is it at? And it was so cool because we really exceeded our expectations to, I mean, to the highest degree. We went home uh, after the first day of Bam Jam and had a little meeting with me and my partner, and we were both just kind of jaw hit the floor with the reception we had. I I didn't expect, honestly, for this to kind of boom as fast as it has. I mean, our signups went through the roof, um, and it's created some interesting logistical problems, but those are problems we want to have because the more people involved in this, the happier we are because we we want people to be able to grow with gaming, and we want um, gaming to be as mainstream as anything in Idaho culture. And It will take time. I mean, we're not the rodeo or anything like that, but we would like to be something like that someday where, People get excited to go to watch gaming tournaments and get out and embrace it. For sure. I think you're in the right industry, though, Chad. I think it won't be too long before it becomes mainstream. Let's talk about some of the tournaments you guys are going to be putting on. I know you have a Fortnite tournament coming up here soon. Uh, can you expand upon that and maybe talk about some of the other tournaments you might have coming in the near future? Yep, yep. Um, and and I'm, not to bounce subjects here, but... I, I would be remorse if I didn't tell you one last little story about Bam Jam that was really, really cool. And I saw, sorry to bounce around. Oh, no, no, don't apologize at all. I want to hear this. There was a basketball team um, that had traveled from Rockport in the U.K. And it was so cool that the first day these kids were just surrounding our booth. And we ended up, we had kind of a dance, like the Fortnite game has these different dances. For anybody that plays it, they'll know what I'm talking about. And we kind of had a dance battle with, with all the young kids, and it was the Rockport kids won the entire dance battle, so it was pretty cool to kind of get an international uh, throw in there to the IGL as well. So those shout out to those kids and their coach for bringing them over. But yeah, that was that was pretty cool that we got a little international experience there as well. Heck yeah, it is, man, and that's just proof it has so much potential. You guys are already going global, but seriously, that's awesome. Yeah, well, and, and in regards to the tournaments, like you mentioned, we've got our open qualifier September eighth and ninth for Fortnite. Um, and kind of the format of how we do tournaments is we're going to have three qualifier events. And through those events, we're going to 
basically identified the best players in the state. So we're going to have a tournament up north, which we're currently scheduling, and a tournament out east, and then our qualifier, the 8th and ninth here in the Treasure Valley. Um, then we'll extend invitations to our invitational final, um, and that will be hosted at the end of the year. Uh, and we're, that'll be the one we're trying to give away a lot of money, a lot of prizes, a lot of fun things. Um, but we also have other tournaments. Like right now we've got, on October 6th and 7th, we've got our Madden 19 tournament. Um, I'm really excited for that one. I think Madden, believe it or not, is becoming more more niche than games like Fortnite, but I'm excited to see the really good Madden players come out. Um, but we've also got Rocket League. Um, nothing currently scheduled on our competitive circuit for Rocket League. We're working with that one and how we want to format those. Um, and then when the new 2K comes out, we'll also have a 2K uh, qualifier event as well. So we're really excited about it. Our Fortnite, ter- our, our sign-ups, if you, shameless plug here, if you want to sign up, it's www.idahogamingleague.com and get in there and sign up now because we are through the roof and we're going to be closing them off here shortly because we just won't be able to facilitate as many gamers as we have if we don't shut them off soon. So it's filling up fast. Get in there and sign up. Uh, with Madden, we'll have sign-ups going. Uh, I'd like to get at least 64 gamers for that one and have kind of a almost an NCAA-style uh, March Madness bracket for that one, which would be a ton of fun. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what we've got on the books right now, and we're really excited about it. I bet. I'm excited for you. I'm going to be down at the Fortnite tournament um, checking out how you guys got things going and how you guys put it together. I'm excited to see what you, you know, see the final product here. And if you guys want to compete in this tournament, there's still spots available, but they're going fast. So make sure to go to IdahoGamingLeague.com, IdahoGamingLeague.com, register for the tournament, check out the other stuff that Chad just mentioned, because you can register for other tournaments as well. If you're not into Fortnite, I might be doing the Madden one, I think. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look up Idaho Gaming League. And you'll see our IGL. It's the state of Idaho and a GL and all the social media. We're extremely responsive. If you've got questions, I mean, we don't take days off. We game 24-7. So, uh, you know, shoot us questions. We'll get back with you. Yeah, we're, we're really, really responsive to that. So if you need to know anything, reach out to us. Thank you. And for the tournament, Chad, I want to know how it's it's going to work. So, like, how you're putting it all together. I know you guys had been, you know, locking down a location, but uh, you guys had to kind of change, switch gears there. I think it's going to be at the Boise Town Square Mall now um, in comparison to where it was going to be originally. But um, I want to know how it's funded, and I want to know a little bit about the buy-ins, like what the, you know, the competitors should be expecting as far as how much it costs. Is there any prizes? Who's the sponsors? You know, what, what, just like break this down for us. And because this is a competitive gaming tournament you're putting together. Uh, but I, and I also want to confirm, even though the location's different, it's still the same date and time, right? The win is still the same, September 8th and 9th. Um, and this has kind of all been funded. We, you know, we, we work with uh, Good Game Apparel. We've got a sponsorship with them. Um, and then a lot of private funding from myself to put this together. Um, and then we're working with other sponsors, uh, and we'll announce those as they come in. Um, we got a couple little surprise sponsors that we'll announce as we get real close to September 8th and 9th with some of our prize giveaways. But as far as giving away the prize again, we've got a lot of stuff donated from local businesses and sponsors. But then the other side of that is every entry, so it's 20 for Fortnite. It's $20 to enter per person. So if you do a solo, $20, duo, $40, squad, $80. Um, awesome. And 
every entry, uh, basically there's a tournament site fee to help cover the cost, and then about 50% of every entry goes directly to the prize pool, um, which will be divided by percentage um, to each winner. So we have an elite league, which will give away some cash prizes, and then we have our recreational league, which will be um, strictly, you know, uh, controllers and gift cards and those kind of things. But to get cash prizes, you got to participate in our elite league. Um, and there's, man, I tell you what, there are some good gamers. We've uh, had a couple events, like private events, just putting together some, you know, kind of fun, for lack of what better words, pick up games between our gamers. I've got IGL is trying to put together a, a team to take around to Vegas and Seattle and some of the national tournaments. Um, so we've got a couple guys, and we're recruiting, so feel free to shoot an email with your resume on that. We will sponsor your time and travel and those kind of things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's all – this is all really organic. I mean, there's no um, – you know, what the prize is going to increase the more people that sign up, which is really cool. For sure. I think it's awesome what you guys have going on, man. Great job planning this whole thing out. And, like I said, I'm excited to go see – the finished product uh, at the Boise Town Square Mall, September 8th and 9th. So check it out, IdahoGamingLeague.com, if you guys want to register once again. So, uh, Chad, the industry's blowing up. We've been talking about this. It's already outgrowing what you guys had originally planned in its short tenure here. And I've talked about it with David DeVries as well as far as the industry growing so quickly. I want to know what you think about the the growth in the near future. What, uh, you know what? I tell you what. I kind of had an aha moment, like a validation moment. Um, I've kind of been talking, you know, throwing this idea at my wife, and she kind of always gave me a little bit of the cold shoulder on it, like, oh, their video games grow up, you know. And I was down in Vegas this summer, and, you know, I've been thinking about this gaming league a lot and where esports is at. And we went into the Luxor uh, in in Las Vegas, and they've got this giant esports arena. And it was, I mean, just, my jaw hit the floor seeing the type of investment that people are making in Vegas, which is one of the money capitals of the U.S. You know, it's a tourism, you know, the, the tourism spot. And to see that they have put so much of, I mean, their main floor is dedicated to esports in one of the top casinos out there. I mean, to me, that was almost like a validation that this is, this is about to be unbelievably huge. And then since that day, I mean, there was just announced a $10 million facility in Delaware coming out. Um, I mean, it's just blowing up. You've got colleges that are offering major scholarships for varsity athletics, um, even at the Division I level. I mean, I feel like eSports is – we're breaking into the mainstream, but we're – I mean, it's two to five years away from being as big as anything. I mean, I I could – and I could even see someday – Esports passing things like the the NFL and baseball and, or MLB. I mean, it's just because everybody can game. I mean, that's one thing that I I keep coming back to is, you know, I coach basketball and and I hate to say this, but there's you could be the toughest kid in the world, but if you're four feet tall, it's just it, it makes things kind of tougher for you to get a high level scholarship. But you know, you can't practice hard to grow. That's just out of your control. But in gaming. You can practice and practice, and no matter, you know, for virtually anything, you can overcome barriers to become a great gamer. So anybody can game virtually. So, I mean, that, that to me, that just, I see this, I see esports taking over. I mean, 
and even watching NFL the other night and how many times they threw the flag for lowering the helmet and targeting and those kind of things. And it's, it's just getting ridiculous in the NFL because of some of the player safety concerns, which I get, but it's also changing the game. And when is it going to turn into, well, I'd rather just watch a game or play. I'd rather just watch, you know, esports or something like that where it can be violent without actual human repercussions. So I don't know. I could see esports completely taking over when it comes to the entertainment scene. Yeah, it's a very interesting point that you just made about people wanting to make the switch to be able to just watch a video game and it can be as violent as it wants to be as far as a football game, and no one gets hurt, and you don't have to worry about penalties, this and that. You're right. I mean, the the NFL was already losing viewership, and it was not only just the politics, but it's the, the penalties that are being called and the you know the protective nature of the game. And I, while I understand it, it, the entertainment factor is kind of declining. And on the first episode of this miniseries, when I, when I was speaking to Kenan Fenton, who went to the Overwatch Grand Finals in Brooklyn, he was discussing about, you know, the whole atmosphere of the esports event. He said it was just as good as any major sporting event he's ever been to. So this industry is kind of, it's coming right in and it's found its place and it wouldn't be too long. I don't think, I'm, I'm right there with you, before it actually takes over if if it continues to go this way. And if it does continue to grow, Chad, I want to know what you intend on doing. I know you, you do your stuff on the, on the side of this whole IGL um, business that you got going on, but where do you see yourself? Do you want to continue in the esports market if it continues to grow like this, or would you, you know, want to keep it as a hobby? You know what, man? It, it, it's kind of a conversation I've had in my household quite a bit. Um, I love what I do. I'm a teacher, as a, you know, as my day job, uh, and I love that. I mean, I love making an impact with young minds um, and helping people see their potential. And again, it's it, I talk about where worlds collide. I use um, I use video games to bridge a gap with kids that, you know, maybe it would never open open the door for any teacher. But because we can talk about video games now, they're putting their guard down and they're willing to take help and, and, and strive to achieve. So I really do love that from a passion standpoint. But with that said, I, at the rate we're growing, if we continue to grow, I will have to go full-time with it. And, and I mean, that's not a – again, that's a good problem to have. Um, if, if I would, I would love to go full time with this, but I think for me personally, in my own personal fulfillment, I would still want to be involved in coaching and teaching and making an impact in, in the youth. Um, and, and what's cool is this would give me multiple avenues to do that, but you know, it's, it, IGL is already right there, but we're, we're really looking to expand and bring on, potentially bringing on more staff and those kind of things. So, I mean, I absolutely could see myself going full-time, but, uh, you know, not to discredit the, the passion I have for for the youth and teaching and those things. But, yeah, it, it, it's it's unbelievable, though, how the esports touches almost everything right now. I mean, you look at some of these streamers. Kid, kids, there. I think there's kids out there, too, that maybe could be streamers or could make this stupid money from how good they are at these games. I mean, you look at guys like Ninja who are making millions of dollars just recording themselves playing the game. I mean, it's incredible. It is incredible. Yeah, that's the word to use, incredible. It's incredible 
Um, but at the same time, these guys are entrepreneurs. A lot of these gamers that are streaming on Twitch and stuff, they're entrepreneurs. They're building their own brand and they're successful with it when it comes to that. And it gives a lot of these kids hope. We talked about this uh, with David um, DeVries on part three of the miniseries. We talked about, you know, giving hope to the the younger generation, these kids that used to get picked on and it was frowned upon to play video games. Now it's given them hope that they can actually be successful doing something that they enjoy doing. And I think it's awesome. Chad, I wanted to say thank you once again for allowing us to speak with you about not only the Idaho Gaming League, but having you share your knowledge with us. So thank you for joining us and thank you for sponsoring the mini series here with the Idaho Gaming League. Uh, make sure you guys go to IdahoGamingLeague.com, check it out and support them. But Chad, I want to know, do you have anything else you'd like to share with us before we sign off? Um, you know, and I first, I just want to thank, you know, all of those kids out there, anybody growing up playing video games, thank you, because I think you're doing something that's going to end up building so many happy memories in your life, right? For every time you throw the controller, there's 10 times you were happier than heck. So the gamers will get that one, I think. But seriously, though, I, I, I want to thank the Idaho community for embracing us so well and, you know, get involved if you think. Don't think, oh, no, I'm not that good. I'm not good enough to go get involved in it. No, just do it. You're going to have a great time. We've got recreational leagues. I mean, you can come out like playing pickup ball. You don't win every pickup ball game, but you still have fun doing it. Uh, but it, it, it's a great environment. Everybody's here. I mean, it was so cool, again, uh, at Bam Jam when somebody would be making a deep run or getting a bunch of uh, kills in the Fortnite tournament, and the whole crowd would start going crazy for them. And it might have been killed two or three, but it was a it was a, a cool situation. And it was just cool to see how, like, one young man, his face just lit up. He got turned the corner, gets killed, the crowd goes wild. And his face lights up just happier than heck. And like, so come out. Don't think I'm not good enough. Just get out and get involved. Um, and finally, I want to thank, you know, Good Game Apparel for working with us and being one of our partners. Um, I want to thank all the IGL-sponsored athletes for putting in their hard work. You've got the toughest job in the world because, I mean, who can play video games all day, every day? Um, but, yeah, thanks. And, you know, thanks to you for uh, inviting us on here and letting us sponsor this podcast. And, you know, you're doing a great job, and we are appreciative of what you're doing as well. And, and we hope that, uh, that this mini series turns into something long-term for you, maybe doing some coverage with IGL or – you know, continuing to, to report on esports. So thank you for that and uh, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you, Chad. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing where we can go together if we, we collab in the future and we work together from the Game Time Guru and the Idaho Gaming League. Again, I appreciate you joining the show and sharing your knowledge with us. And I'm excited for the Idaho Gaming League and where it's going to be going here in the near future. I can see it blowing up here in a good way. So I hope you guys all enjoyed this mini series. The information that was shared to us from Kenan, Alex, David, and now Chad was so amazing that it should definitely bring us a lot more knowledge. We should be more informed about the world of esports now because we had it from different perspectives. And my whole idea and goal behind this podcast is to deliver a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. And the goal of this miniseries was to do exactly that with esports so hopefully now you have a better appreciation and a better understanding of the world of esports as for the game time guru podcast we'll be back every single friday as always with new guests new interviews from people in the sports world this is the game time guru and we'll be talking to you soon